Welcome to the podcast, Dr. Heather Uncensored. Welcome everyone to Dr. Heather Uncensored. So happy to be here with you and so happy that you are here. Before we begin, I just want to remind you that my book, Transforming Trauma, A Drugless and Creative Path to Healing PTS and ACE is out on September 29th. Thanks to Georgina Bentliff at Hammersmith Books. And if you would like a link for the online launch, just uh, email me at drheatherh at icloud.com. That said, so excited to welcome Ariane Thomas, who is this international healer and shaman. So let's get started. Welcome, everyone, to Dr. Heather Uncensored. I'm absolutely thrilled to have Ariane Thomas today. She is um, an international healer, teacher, ceremonialist, speaker, and shaman. Wow. She carries the profound, subtle energy of an elder, advisor, and wisdom carrier. She engages in energetic healing work, having studied healing in the native traditions of North and South America. She is the author of the Amazon bestsellers, Healing Family Patterns, Ancestral Lineage, Clearing for Personal Growth and changing our genetic heritage, creating a new reality for ourselves and future generations. She's also the author or co-author of many other books, which I will put in the show notes. And you can hear her on radio, telesummits and podcasts, and she can reach at ancestrallineageclearing.com or ariannethomas.com. And Ariane is A-R-I-A-N-N. So welcome, Ariane. Well, Dr. Heather, thank you so much for inviting me to be here today. Well, I just, you know, I just love your book. Um, Well, I love your way that you work with people in terms of ancestral lineage. There is similarities to how I do that, but not, I don't do ancestral. I, but the imagery work really caught me. And I just, yeah, I just think it's very beautiful, um, very deep. And you are First Nation. You have, um, is it Cherokee or? Yes, I have Cherokee heritage. My father was three-quarter Cherokee. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a friend here in Los Angeles. His father is a Cherokee chief, and mm-hmm. uh, his mother was a Mohawk chief. So, he, yeah, to connect. Oh, right. yeah. Very connected. <laughs> Very connected. Yeah. So tell me about you, about how you got into working with the ancestors. Um, well, everybody's story is very interesting. Um, and normally what you find is that those of us who go into healing and energy work, um, come to it from our own trauma and our own. Yeah, that's that's Um, for sure. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. But I have to say that, um, I grew up as a city girl. And um, my father had very little connection with his Cherokee heritage. I mean, I knew my grandmother, who was a full-blood Cherokee. Um, My grandfather had died before um, my father grew up. And so I really didn't have much connection there. Mm. Until as I got older and I started meeting, you know, Native Americans and getting into that Native American spirituality and their connection to the earth and being very grounded. And it just felt like home to me. Right. Right. That's Um, great. And then what happened is once upon a time, um, 
it came out that there was intergenerational sexual trauma in the family. Right. Um, and that women in my family had been abused for um, years, decades. And when that came out, it tore the family apart. There was a lot of blame. There was a lot of shame. There was a lot of guilt. And it's like, oh, that never happened. Oh, you don't believe me. Oh, how dare you? And nobody was speaking to anyone. I have um, six sisters and a brother. um, And my mother goes, oh, it never happened. No. And so the family was in crisis. And of course, my role is peacemaker. It's like, Oh wait, let's let's get this taken care of. Let's get everybody together. And people are going, leave me alone. <laughs> I'm never speaking to you again. Wow. And that's when I turned to spirit. Mm. And I and I said, help me. Mm-hmm. There has to be a way right. where we can clear these intergenerational patterns because we cannot continue to play out this negative energy, this abuse, this trauma, generation after generation after generation. We don't want our children to carry it. We don't want our grandchildren to carry it. Exactly. And that's when I was led on a journey in a deep meditation back to the original ancestor where this pattern started. I was led back 450 years ago and met um, a woman who was in Europe at the time where women's rights were being taken away, their property rights, their ability to um, uh, hold on to their children, their ability to take care of themselves in a marriage. And the women of this village got together and they prayed to the goddess to give them sexual power over the men in their life because they felt that that was the only defense that they had against uh, the um, burning and the abuse and and, uh, what was going on. So it was a reaction. It was, it was supposed to be a defense. It was supposed to be a protection, but it didn't turn out that way. And they said, and let this be passed on to our daughters so that this doesn't happen again in the future. And what happened is when they didn't have daughters, then that energy was passed to the men. And because it was a manipulative and abusive, it it became um, the basis for the pattern of abuse and incest. And this was clearly abusive uh, by the women, too, because they couldn't come, come straight out and say, wait a minute, you're not supposed to do this. I need to be treated with respect and honored for my sacred feminine. Right. That wasn't possible. And so this whole, this, this whole thing really turned into a curse. And that was really because they weren't putting up boundaries and speaking for themselves. Absolutely. Well, that was a lesson that they needed to learn. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so when I showed the ancestor what had happened as a result of this, she was devastated. Mm. She was absolutely devastated and got the women together, went back in 
and ask the goddess to remove that curse. So let me just get this straight. So you are in your own meditation, right? Seeing all of this and this came to you and then you're able to, okay. And then, and then I asked her, I said, you know, let's, let's fix this. And she said, oh yes, anything, anything. And she got the women of the village together. Um, They asked the goddess to, to release the curse. It was lifted and you could just feel the energy settling down. Wow. That is incredible. And how many years ago was this? This was 20 years ago. 20 years ago. A little more than 20 years ago. And when that happened, how did your body feel? Oh, it just relaxed. Mm -hmm. The tension went out of it. Um, I understood what was going on, and I understood that, that this affected not only me, but multiple women in the world. Right. Now... When I start telling people about ancestral lineage clearing, they say, oh, yeah, you're doing that woo-woo stuff. You know, that energy, that doesn't work for me. Right. After I did this healing with my ancestor, about three days later, I got a call from my sister who lived like 1,500 miles away. Uh And she's also pretty sensitive to energy. And she said, hmm, what did you do? And I said, what? I mean, you know, I haven't done anything to you. And she said, I felt this energy wave, and it felt like a huge burden had been lifted off of my shoulders. That's amazing. Yeah. She, she, I didn't tell anybody what I was doing, you know, even what my intention was, but she felt the energy shift. So that's such a confirmation. It was. It was a, a very um, concrete confirmation that this was working. And since that time, I'm, I'm not saying that things change overnight. I'm not saying that everything was, you know, a bed of roses tomorrow. But over time, all of the issues in the family were resolved. All of the issues were resolved. Well, this issue yes. and and yes. the conflict, yes. the conflict between the family members was resolved. And at this point, everybody's talking to everybody else. Um, you know, some are better than others, but fantastic. Yeah, have that. We didn't have that resentment, that criticism, all all of that tension that went with the disclosure of this intergenerational trauma. So beautiful. Yeah, that's incredible. And since then, you've been working with a lot of people you've been writing books about it and how how is that going like do people are amazed or do sometimes they just put up a bigger wall or well what I find is that the people who come to me are ready to resolve those family patterns Mm, right that people go looking for me when they go you know there's something in the family that just isn't working I got to see if there's somebody out there that can help. And they run across my books and they run across the podcasts and the summits. And then they come to me and say, well, tell me what you do and how this works. And what I found over the years is that we're in a time of transition Mm -hmm. where we are moving from the old ways of 
um, being very rigid, um, being very structured. And people are going, you know, this doesn't work for me anymore. Um, I need to change this that Mm -hmm. is interfering with my life. And they're looking for methods whereby they can make their lives better. Mm-hmm. And that's when they reach out. And those people who reach out to me, I feel have really walked into this lifetime with the intention of healing these issues. So they're the catalyst for change in their lineage. They are. Mm-hmm. They are. And so just, I just want to know, um, how, I just want to make sure that people know how to contact you if they are thinking, well, how do I contact her? You know, uh, is there an email or phone number or do you just like them to go to your website? Go to my website. Okay. Um, it's ancestrallineageclearing.com. And I know that's long, <laughs> but <laughs> no problem. <laughs> right. But if you go there, you'll see a menu of various um, methods that I use of programs that I've developed. Um, because some people don't have time to do an individual session. Mm -hmm. So, um, besides doing ancestral lineage clearing, I also do karma release whereby, whereby, um, once we clear out the family issues, you know, this still isn't shifting. This isn't changing. I don't know what to do about this. And it's like, you know, you brought that in from another lifetime. Let's clear out. Let's clear out your personal issues from another life. Ah. And, and you know, with clearing out the family issues and with clearing out the personal issues, then your heart opens, your, your prosperity opens, your relationships are healed, and you can move forward. And how do you, is that different than doing the ancestral lineage? It is. Can you it's explain the difference? Yes. When I do an ancestral lineage clearing, um, I take people uh, into a meditative state, and then we go on a journey to meet the original ancestor where the family pattern started. Maybe a pattern of poverty, maybe a pattern of trauma. It may be it may be a health pattern. You know, it's like oh, that's genetic. It's a family pattern. So we ask to meet the original ancestor where that pattern started. And what we do is we view the ancestor's life because people don't create problems in a vacuum. You don't get up one morning and go, hmm, let's see, it's Wednesday. Maybe I'll beat my kids today. (laughs) What happens is there are societal pressures, there's family pressures, there's cultural pressures. And all of a sudden, the ancestor finds himself caught in this conflict situation and perhaps makes a poor decision or, um, you know, is traumatized by an invading army that kills everybody in the village and enslaves everybody else Um, or um, has health problems as a result of something that happened. And so we go in without judgment to see what happened here. What was the situation? What caused this? Then 
we give the ancestor the choice to change it. Just like I did with my ancestor. It's like, look, see what happened here? This isn't working. Oh, my goodness. Let's do something different. Right. And in in physics, we talk about probability um, theory and multidimensions so that when we come to choice points in our lives, we can take one path that leads us to one probability line or we can take another path that leads us on a different pathway to a different um, choice in our life that leads to a totally different result. So we give the ancestor those choices. And in the 20 plus years I have been doing this, I have never had an ancestor refuse. Wow, that's amazing. Yes. Yeah. It's always so, you know, like I've always kind of gone, oh, you can't really talk, you know, to past generations. You know, I want to, and I feel like I have, but it's hard for people to say, this is real. This is not just from my imagination. Because I know when I went to Bastyr, one of my housemates took me on a journey and it was quite extraordinary. It was back in time. I was in some kind of tavern and there was all these things happening. And I was like, and she was so adamant that that was real. And I was like, well, you know, this is like 35 years ago. And I was like, I don't know about this. But now I can really see because of the energetics and the quantum physics and that this is really powerful and it is very real. Well, it was Einstein who said that time and space do not exist in a linear fashion. Yeah, that's such a concept, isn't it? <laughs> it, it, it it's a brand new concept because, you know, up until the time of Einstein, it's it's like, well, the past is the past, the future is the future. You can't uh-huh. reach can't reach one way or the other. And, you know, if I'm here and, and you're over there, we can't connect. And here we are on Zoom connecting. Yeah. But um, once that concept that time and space don't follow like A, B, C, D, mm-hmm. but that you can actually move throughout time and space became a reality. And um, everybody, not everybody, a lot of people embraced that idea. Mm-hmm. And went, okay, what can, how can we use this information? Yes. What can we do? And I also have to tell you that indigenous people have known this for thousands of years. Right, right. Every indigenous culture has the concept that your ancestors are here to help you. Yeah, that is such a fantastic, beautiful, comforting, mm-hmm. affirming. Yeah. Yeah. You can ask your ancestors to help. And not only will they answer, but they will they will give you advice and um go out of their way to change things that um they didn't know how to change or, or they didn't have the ideas about, mm-hmm. uh, but can help you open your life. And that is pretty amazing because you're actually going back to something and you're changing that energy to affect you today. 
Yes. It is pretty mind-blowing. And for a white girl. Once again, once again, um, people who go, oh, but that's not possibly true. You know, that's just all that woo-woo stuff that yeah. these flaky people do. Well, after I wrote my first book, that's when the science of epigenetics was emerging. Uh-huh. Right. And that's not very far uh, back. No, it's like no. 10, 15 it, years, maybe at the most. It was like 15 years ago. And it was, and it was abounding in the technical communities, oh. but it didn't, it wasn't translated into, um, into everyday words so that those of us who didn't do high math and physics could understand it. And right. then it came out that, look, this is what this means. This is how it works. This is what you can do. Look at the research study. These are the results. Right. And what I found is that the science of epigenetics explains why ancestral lineage clearing works. Can you explain that? Yes. We inherit all of our genes from our ancestors, right? Right. We don't get them from the next door neighbor. We get them from our ancestors. Right. They're ours. They're ours. Yeah. The old scientific view was your genetics are set in concrete. There is nothing you can do about it. Um, you know, if you were um, um, if you were born with diabetes or a heart problem or whatever. You know, it's like, go to the doctor and let them take care of you because you can't do anything about it. What epigenetics says is that, yes, you have inherited these genes from your ancestors. And you get to choose which genes you turn on and which genes you turn off. Exactly. And what we do when we do an ancestral lineage clearing is saying, okay, these are the genes that have been turned on that don't serve us. Mm-hmm. They're going to turn this gene off and we are going to turn this gene on. Ah, so that helps in, in the work that people like I do, you know, in terms of nutrition and botanicals and changing the neuro, you know, the, because of neuroplasticity. So it's another layer that adds to that transformation. And when I do an ancestral lineage clearing, and this is my personal process, um, after we do the clearing and we bring the new energy into the present, mm-hmm. I give my clients exercises to do that resets their energy pattern according to epigenetics um, research that has been done. For example, one of the early studies that has been confirmed again and again says that meditation not only repairs damaged genes, it also prevents damage to genes. So I offer meditations. Ah, I've never heard it said that way. Yes. Yeah. Um, there, if you go to epigenetics and you look at the research studies, and this doesn't mean you can sit, sit down one day and, and meditate and it's like, okay, I'm meditating. Okay, everything's gone. Right. They're talking about long-term consistent meditation over an extended period of time. Right. Yoga also repairs damaged genes and helps prevent additional damage to genes. Right. right. 
and things like good nutrition, right. uh, clean air, uh, clean water, uh, treating your body with exercise and healthily and avoiding um, toxic chemicals keeps you strong enough so that, you know, if something's, you know, if your body isn't feeling well, it's like, okay, let's adjust it to keep turning those positive genes on. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And- epigenetics is so amazing. And I love that. Like, I just haven't heard like just the way you said it in terms of meditation, because I've meditation meditated for decades. I'm still not enlightened, but I'm still working on it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just, it, it's so, it's so powerful, really. Well, the studies have shown that not only are meditators healthier, they live longer. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It contributes to longevity. Yeah. And it is that neuroplasticity that your brain is. is able to change. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, my. Hmm. Well, it's, it's just fascinating work that you do. I just love that you do it. I love that you have the books out there and you're so accessible to people. And Oh, thank you. I love doing this work. Right. I, mean, I love helping people change their lives, yeah. change their health, change their success patterns, you know, change the things that aren't working because it is my firm belief that we are put here on this planet to be happy. Right. And especially someone like you at this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have, you're here for a reason at this time because it's so cuckoo. <laughs> but, you know, every age has its um, traumas and its stresses. Yes. yes. Um, I mean, look at the Middle Ages, look at the Dark Ages, yes. look at, uh, and, um, you know, with COVID and everything, it's it's like, we are the descendants of the survivors of those traumas. Uh-huh, right. You know, our our ancestors made it through those traumas. They may carry the memories of those traumas, the imprints of those traumas, but they were the survivors. Right. So we have all of this great, healthy, resilient strength in us. If we tap into it. And right? it's a question of tapping into it. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And you as a guide and with your lineage, both, you know, white and First Nation, Native American, it's just, uh, I guess the sense is very powerful because you kind of, you know, both worlds. Mm-hmm. Yes. And um, I, I have dealt with clients in 30 different countries around the world. Oh my gosh. That's wonderful. Yes. Very similar. Absolutely similar. Mm-hmm. I mean, the issues are similar. Our ancestors are similar. Right. Uh, as a matter of fact, there's 7 billion people on the planet today. Are we at 7 billion? Yeah. Jeez. 2,000 years ago, there was only 500 million. Right. And if you go back 2,000 years before that, there was like 50 million. Mm-hmm. So that means all our ancestors are the same. Right, right, right. And this time, to me, what I was wanting to say was all this trauma has risen. It's, it's risen up. So they may not have spoken about it even, you know, 
30, 40 years ago. But in the last 10 years, it's just burbling up and nobody can stop it. And people are becoming much more aware. And the first step in healing is awareness. Exactly. You can't heal what you don't know. Right. And once you recognize, you know, this isn't working for me. Yes. You know, I don't want to be poor all my life. I don't want to be unhappy in my relationships all my life. I don't want to go through, you know, 10 more breakups before I can figure out how relationships work. Yes. There's, there's got to be a way to fix this. Right. And once you recognize the problem, that's when you find solutions. That's when solutions actually present themselves to you. Right. They come to you. Yes. Wow. Well, it sure is a pleasure to talk to you. <laughs> well, it is a delight to talk to you, Dr. Uh, I hope I, I'm not um, um, chatting away too much. But no, I, no, I not at all. Enthusiastic. I really get enthusiastic about the work that I do. Absolutely. I just, I have a problem with Zoom right now because they only want to give me 40 minutes. And I understand. I haven't had time yeah. to change that. So that's why I have to um, curtail things. But I think that you've said what you needed to say, I believe in, in a nutshell, and that people can go to your books, can go to your website. And I just feel really honored to talk to you and just, uh, just be able to be in conversation with someone who is so on that level. Well, thank you. And, um, we, we all evolve together. We all change and heal together. And my motto has always been in this, in this work is that if we heal ourselves, we heal our families. And once we heal the families, then we heal the world. Right. Exactly. I feel exactly the same way. And so I I did want to ask you, what number child are you in your family? I'm three out of eight. Out of eight children. Mm -hmm. And you were raised where? In Ohio. In Ohio. Wow. And you're now in Arizona? Uh, Actually, California. Oh, you are in California. Yes. Where are you in California? Um, I am presently in Grass Valley, California, oh. which is between Sacramento and Lake Tahoe. But I'm I am going to be moving in the next month to Santa Fe, New Mexico. Ah. And is there a reason why you're going there? Sure. That's where Spirit told me to go. Uh-huh. Right. Right. Well, that'll be beautiful. I've never been there, but it just sounds extraordinary. It is, it is lovely. Yeah. I was in a I was in a meditation and spirit said it's time to leave and uh-huh. I had been getting the message that I was complete in California. Uh-huh. Spirit said it's time to leave and I said fine where am I going? And I heard Santa Fe and so that's where I'm going. Yeah, beautiful. Well, I wish you all the best. Thank you very much. It's a great place for you to be with the energy there. Yes. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. So any, any last words in the last two minutes? I would just say to your listeners, if something isn't working in your life, if your, your health is poor, if your relationships are not thriving, if you don't have financial success or stability, um, 
if there's something in your life that isn't working, seek the answers and they will come to you. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And everyone is privileged to that. There's nobody that spirit keeps out. No. Spirit welcomes us all and wants all of us to be happy. Yeah. And wants the planet to heal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Takes each of us to make the whole. It does. Yeah. Well, I hate uh, ending. (laughs) Such a pleasure. And uh, it's been a pleasure for me too, Dr. Heather. Thank uh, you so much for inviting me. Oh, uh, well, thank you for coming on. I, I think you just share something that is so powerful that I haven't really talked about too much, you know, I haven't, maybe not at all during COVID. And now it's, uh, it's time to really uh, share this information with people that will be able to um, heal themselves in this way. Good. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I'm so grateful to have Ariane share her knowledge and wisdom. And in fact, all the people I interview who share this time with me, I'm just really thrilled that they come on to this podcast and we hear so much great stuff from them, what they do. And I sure hope that you enjoy it. And I am so grateful for you to be here and learning and adding to your knowledge. So let your friends know that this is a really good podcast to really grow from. Um, really grateful for everyone and all. Have a great week.